been waiting for this day for a long time. Oh, boy. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Disney Underground, your experimental podcast of tomorrow. You're brought to you by The Magical Lifestyle. This is episode nine, and it is October 5th, 2020. Uh, today's episode, the cast will be discussing which Walt Disney World resort they would choose if they were offered free accommodations for one year and got to move in for a year. And we're going to give you all our reasons why, the dining, the theming, everything else like that. With us today, let's get right into the Disney Underground roll call. With us today, uh, we have Sam's better half, Joey. How's it going, man? This is your first hey, real- hey. This is your first real episode. Yeah, I'm Welcome. actually, uh, I'm glad to be here. This is the second time in like a couple weeks. Yeah, yeah. We had you in for when you guys were the sponsor. And now we actually mm-hmm. have you as an actual one of the hosts. So yes, thank you yeah. for joining us, man. Absolutely. Glad to be here. And then also with us, we have my favorite Midwesterners, Dan and Steph. Hi. <laughs> oh. I look forward to that greeting so every time. Is that, is that true? What's that? Because you know so many Midwesterners. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, one, two, three. <laughs> two out of five. You're, you're, you're number one and two out of five. Oh, I'm so honored. That's the top 40%. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I kind of figure I know some, some more Midwesterners somewhere. I just don't realize it. But. Right. Um, and Joey is actually originally a Northeasterner, like myself. So, mm-hmm. so oh, we yeah. have a little of that in common. And Unfortunately, we don't like the same sports teams. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we're rivals there. So, um, But anyway. <laughs> And today is actually a pretty cool episode. And the main reason why is because it's like dudes night. This is the first time the guys outweigh the women, you know, like Stephanie's like, you know, on her own. I was debating on whether or not, since it's all dudes for the most part, is maybe doing a like a Disney underground fight club. But Joey looks like he works out. So I figured that's not going to work. So. I usually just pass. I just pass by a gym, and all this happened. It just, you know. <laughs> but um, but listen, I'm glad to have this cast on today, you guys. It's a little different than normal, so uh, it's pretty cool. So yeah. So before we get into all our topic talk and everything, let's uh, let's announce last week's winner for last week's trivia, which was the Monsters Inc. 1953 Designs T-shirt. Uh, the winner is Dan Garrison. So Dan, we will reach out to you on Instagram and get your uh, your information, your shipping information, and we will send you out that shirt again it was from 1953 designs and it's a monster ink themed t-shirt it's really kind of cool uh and again that's dan garrison garrison with a g i got uh, excited for a second i thought you were saying my name and I wanted <laughs> you started sweating you thought you had it <laughs> so so and today's sponsor this week's episode is sponsored proudly by the sarah and angle studios uh, you can find them on etsy and you can find them on instagram and that's gonna be at sarah and angle studios that's s-a-r-a-h-a-n-d a-N-G-L-E-S-T-U-D-I-O-S. And you can rewind that because that was pretty long if you didn't get it all, but that was that's how it is. Uh, they have really cool ears, uh, Disney-inspired ears, and they're actually the giveaway this week. They actually have these cool Disney-themed ears perfect for the Halloween season for you if you guys are going to get to the parks at all with it. They have a bunch of the d- different villains on it, so that'd be pretty cool. Giveaway question this week. Again, we didn't have a top five episode last week, so it's going to go based on the last weekly episode we had, which was me and Epcot when um, Shocked he left me hanging and I was out there solo. But um, <laughs> you told me she was going to do that the whole time. <laughs> that was the plan. I'm, sh- I'm sure that she was like, watch Gene. He's a real sucker. Yeah, Gene, I'll meet you. <laughs> 
wink, wink. So, um, you know what? It was fun. I gained 30 pounds instead of just the 15 because I had to eat all the food myself. Good. So, um, before I get to the question, just want to say, like, the, the food, it's always really good at the Funda Wine Fest. I love it. But it's really good this year. I can honestly say there wasn't really much that I tried that I was I didn't really like. I think I like pretty much everything. And most of the stuff made it to the air. Some stuff I didn't I didn't air all of it from the taste testing that we did. But uh, I would say that this was, I usually always like everything. I think this was, like, out of all the years, I think this was the year that I liked the most of everything that I had. Like, I didn't I, don't, I didn't have anything that I was like that I thought was awful. I had stuff that I would say, yeah, I, would, I wouldn't really get that again. There's so many other better options. But I didn't have anything that I was like that was awful, at least that I can think That's, of. So. How many That's different good. food items do you think you tried? I tried minimum two from every booth. Minimum two. So, you had to be stuffed. Dude, like, I started early, <laughs> stopped, did some rides. I, I, I was so sick at the end of the night. Because you know, they're not huge portions. But when you amass that much food, no. you know, and it's still... And some of them are like, like, I remember when I had, I was going to have the lobster roll and I was a little nervous about the lobster roll because it's got like the mayo on it for the most part. But you know what? It wasn't a heavy mayo. It was more like a mayo with like an oil and vinegar type of mix or something. It was like almost like a watery mayo. So it wasn't that bad. Yeah. But when I was first ordering it, I was a little nervous because I thought it'd be heavier. And I'm like, in this heat. And then, you know, by the end of the day, your breath, the, my breath was killing me and I had a mask on all day. Bad. So I'm just like breathing in my bad, my bad breath all day. So, but um, it was a great experience. It was, the f- the food was really good again. Uh, and it usually always, majority of stuff is. Um, maybe I get lucky with what I pick. Because again, I don't always eat everything. I'll usually just take two per per uh, kiosk. Um, there was a couple of cool drinks. I didn't drink anything with, with alcohol just because it was hot. And I didn't want to, by kiosk number three, be, you know, wraps. You know, so <laughs> I have to be asked to leave. So, but most of the stuff that wasn't like, there was a, I can't remember the name of the booth. It was the vegan booth though, uh, where they had the impossible meat stuff. And they had this blue blueberry lemonade that was fantastic like it tasted like one of those refreshers you would get at like starbucks it was out of this world and i must have had like four glasses of that like i went got it with my meal went back got another one went on some rides came back got that that was instead of water that's what i was drinking it was delicious so to get into the question so on last tuesday's episode which was uploaded september 29th i ate myself around the world or i ate around the world myself at the food and wine festival in epcot uh name two of the things that i ate at the china pavilion so i had two things name one of the two and you will be entered into the the contest for this week's giveaway um again to hear the rules for it you're going to want to make sure you're following us on instagram at the underscore magical underscore lifestyle you're going to send us the DM with the trivia question answer. The correct answer enters you into the drawing with a chance to win the prize. One lucky winner will be selected from all the contestants with the correct answer. The winner will be announced on next week's episode, which will be uploaded on October 5th. No, October 12th. What am I an idiot? On October 12th. Today's October 5th. So you have until now, until Thursday, August... I'm t- Thursday, October 8th. I don't know. Where am I right now? Thursday, you have it from now until October 8th, 6 p.m. to answer. Um, And again, that trivia question, the winner will be announced on the episode for next week on October 12th. All right, guys. So good luck. Okay, guys, so let's get into some Disney news. Dan and Steph, why don't you start it off for us? What do you guys got in the news today for Disney? Well, the Magic Kingdom Toll Plaza is getting a new look. Plaza is currently undergoing an eight-week refurbishment and repainting for Walt Disney World's 50th anniversary. Yeah, I think it's Hopefully be done in time. mainly yeah. royal blue, if I saw correctly Ooh. in the image I saw a little bit today. That would make sense. Uh, and Walt Disney World announced that after 32 years of performing, this is the brutal one, the Grand Floridian Society Orchestra, has been let go. 
They performed their last show at Disney's Hollywood Studios on October 3rd. They didn't uh, even perform their last show at Grand Floridian. Yeah. I know you guys usually like a lot of that stuff, too. Uh, I do, and I saw a lot of comments online, you know, that a lot of people go there and just hang out in that lobby to listen to that music, mm-hmm. come back after a day to listen to it, just how relaxing it is. It's definitely mm-hmm. a part of that resort. It, it, it makes me wonder, like, do they have a plan for something else? Or is it just, I mean, it can't just be because of COVID, because they would just say they're taking a break or, you know, to not have it at all. I feel like they got to do something, because that's, I feel like that's such a signature part of that resort like i'm sure that people stay there for a million other reasons but i guarantee that's something that when people that normally stay there a lot they go there with the thought of like oh i can't wait to hear that like i like i stay at the boardwalk a lot and i love the music in the in in the in the boardwalk in the in the lobby if they didn't have that music anymore i'd be like wow i still love the boardwalk but it's weird so i gotta feel like this is the same thing for people that stay at the grand floridian they go there for a million other reasons but that music is just synonymous with well, and I don't think it's just the music. I mean, when I first went there for the first time and saw the band, it's such a unique setup. You know, it's definitely a nod back to the old days, which of course you love, but there's just something very unique about that. I mean, you could pump in the music and that would be nice, but I don't think that's what people are really going to miss. It's, it's an atmosphere. Exactly. Yeah. And for that resort, I mean, that is like, isn't that kind of considered the creme de la creme of resorts? Like, I feel like that one's yeah. kind of the special mm-hmm. resort. I feel like they really need something to set them up. And it doesn't sound like it's something that is only temporary. I mean, yeah. this, this wasn't good. Well, here's the good news is you will once again be able to get boat service from Magic Kingdom <laughs> to the Grand. I mean, that's nice, but it's not exactly. So we get the boats, but we lose the band. Way to fill our hearts after the Grand Floridian. <laughs> Jeez. That's not it's, fair for her to have to follow up with that. I'm not, <laughs> just saying. It's, it's like, listen, guys, we're getting rid of the band, but don't worry. We're bringing back the boats. Oh, um, the resort has reopened since the NBA quarantine bubble has been removed. And starting today, you ready for this? Guests at Hollywood Studios will once again be able to experience, for the first time in forever, a frozen sing-along celebration. That is going to please a lot of folks. The show will be the same one that that people know and love, and the theater will accommodate physical distancing for safety. Like eight people yeah. see the whole show. Exactly. <laughs> I know, right? How embarrassing for <laughs> sing along, right? right. Like, You'd be like, "Hey, there's nobody here." But, okay. John, right. you're really off key. Come on. What else we got, guys? All right, this is a pretty big one. Disney has announced that the D23 Expo 2021 has officially been moved to 2022. It will now be held on September 9th through the 11th of 2022. The statement said that D23 Expo 2022 will be a celebration unlike any other, as we give fans a first look at the incredible plans for the 100th, 100th anniversary of the Walt Disney company Mm, so a bummer for a lot of people we have never gone to one of those we've always kind of wanted to but me too they're gonna definitely you know they're gonna pull out a lot of stops on that one to make up for the yeah i mean that's one thing i hope so so. yeah i mean again i've never been to one either but it's one of those things that's almost like a bucket list kind of idea like to go to one of these d23 expos yeah Uh, they always seem so cool you know and yeah i I think you're gonna see definitely pull out some big stops a lot of big games probably it's gonna probably be just like a mini comic comic con at that point you know yeah, yeah, especially since people are going to be clamoring for it by then. Yeah, I mean we're yeah. already starving for this stuff, so it really yeah. makes sense. So also, Disney Plus subscribers in the U.S. can now use the group watch feature, so they can watch shows or films with up to seven other friends. You hear that, Gene? We can watch it together. I think I, 
I think we should definitely do a group watching of something. Oh, and, and what maybe, would it be though? I don't know, but we should definitely we should definitely put it on like IGTV or something and and have all our responses to it. But yeah, we definitely should do a, a group Disney Plus action. Maybe maybe we'll set something up uh, at some point soon. We'll all That'd be, be fun. Uh, That'd be fun. Be good. Yeah, the group watch feature will allow up to seven people with Disney Plus subscriptions to watch a title at the same time. Viewers will even be able to react to the scenes using six different emoji. Only six. Well, <laughs> Come on, <laughs> really? <laughs> People will also be able to control playback controls for the entire group. So if one person pauses the show, then everyone's will pause. This will oh. keep everyone at the same point in the film. And, and probably keep everybody pissed off. Yeah, I was like, let's do some arguments. Come on, Dan. Oh, the bathroom again. <laughs> oh, my God. I can already see somebody doing that just to mess with everybody. That's yeah, it. Yeah, totally. All right, let's talk magnets. That's magnets, that's magnets, that's magnets! That's One of my favorite stores in the Mall of America. <laughs> so if you're in the Magic Kingdom, you could head over to the Emporium on Main Street, USA, where you can find three new Haunted Mansion magnets. This way you can decorate your fridge with them for just $14.99 each. That is a bargain. I saw the magnets. You, you saw them already? How they, they look cool? Yeah, they're kind of like um, pass holder magnets. You know, the, mm. the large oh, okay. flat ones. Yeah, I gotta say, <laughs> here's my issue. Oh, I like gotta get I gotta get I gotta get a, a soundbite first of all before you go into it. I gotta get a soundbite with, with that movie theater voice, that movie that and go another gripe by Dan. <laughs> Dan's always like it's really good, but I gotta gripe <laughs> every episode. Dan's like, wait, it's fine, but. Well, okay. The great because because we are such big Haunted Mansion fans, so it's not like you know I'm not a fan of this. It's just that I really feel they really missed the mark on Haunted Mansion merchandise so much. Absolutely, they put out a lot of stuff that's just always with the hitchhiking ghost. They they never dive a little deeper into it. It's like one of the magnets is a cutesy phrase with the Laota, but it's an illustration. It's just it's just kind of funny. Like it's it's just not the the vibe of what the Haunted Mansion is, you know, and it's, one of them was the logo, you know, a logo of the Haunted Mansion with this like lantern in the middle, which is mm. something kind of new I hadn't seen, which That's is cool. kind of more Halloween-esque looking, which was cool. But I just wish they would, it's right there. There's such good material to work with, with the Haunted Mansion that Absolutely. They should be killing our pocketbooks with this stuff because, yeah. you know, if you're a fan of it, you want it. But it's kind of like what I said about Halloween and Disney. It just always seems a little mm-hmm. kitty and just a little repetitive. Which is great for the kids, but sometimes, yeah. you know. There's a lot of Disney, yeah. There's a lot of Disney fans that are grown ups like us. We're huge. Listen, we're huge Haunted Mansion fans. Huge, yeah. as I'm sure you guys would know. Uh, huge. In fact, it was funny. We just released a new version of Haunted Mansion today for our our shop, which is getting good. It seems like a good response. I wasn't even sure about them. Sometimes I do things, and I'm like, I don't know if anyone's gonna like them. I think they're cool, <laughs> but I have no idea. Well, so, I know you guys are huge Haunted because right? Didn't you do huge? A, you did a birthday party theme for Aiden, your son, right? For, Aiden uh, wanted a key. Yeah, we had his his godmother. She does that for a, a living. She makes these custom cakes. She he asked for Haunted Mansion. Now, of course, we're trying to get theming for the birthday party. They don't sell this stuff, as he's talking about. They just don't yeah. sell this stuff. You can't just go on Amazon and find it. So we had to literally make stuff, a bunch of custom stuff. Um, the cake came out outstanding. I mean, she put pretty much all the, all the theming in it and stuff. It was really awesome. It's just it was a one of a kind. You just don't see it um, that often. And it was funny because the place that we went to uh, was almost like one of those bounceramas where you go with the trampolines and all that stuff. And they have tables set up so you can have multiple parties. So of course, every party comes in, the kids come and they put a cake. Down. It's always either, you know, superheroes or this and that. And Aiden's got a haunted mansion cake, which <laughs> a lot of people there. 
had no clue what the heck it was. How, but old, how old is he? He's seven. Oh, wow. That's yeah. he's, been, he's been, he's his favorite, his holiday is Halloween. And it's been that way since he was like three. Cool. He is big time into this. Like he loves um, all the, the classic. Jason and Freddy. Yeah, right? serial killers. Jason, he's never seen, now don't get me wrong, he's never seen any of the movies. I'll never let him see it. But man, does he like having, he likes wearing their masks. He likes he likes the, the role play of it. He loves it. Halloween and, and masks and like just the monsters and he just seems to like it. And then of course he scares well, himself. He has, you know, he, he's got uh, the nightmares every night, waking himself up, but he just continues. Yeah, he continues and continues with this stuff. So that's it's like pretty funny. Ghost movies. Those ghost movies. I watch the ghost shows, like Ghost Adventures and all those. Shows. Listen, I'm like I addicted to them. I'll watch them like, all yeah, day. I'm addicted. But then, addicted. but then when I go to bed, on a really bad episode, I'm like Jess. My wife's name is Jess. I go, Jess. You know we're sticking with the lights on tonight, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Listen, there's some there's some episodes, but I love that show too. It's funny. But yeah, so I mean, I think there's just that thrill. I mean, like, it's Stephanie's a big Halloween fan. I know, and uh, yeah, there's just something about the season for me too. It's not even just Halloween. It's the season, the fall. And Halloween and well, October, November, December, absolutely favorite yeah. time of year, and it's unfortunate with what we're going through right now, especially with you know not uh, not so scary being canceled. And I know that they've done decorations, but it's just not the same. I mean, I really want to see the the Booty You Parade, which I love seeing every time we go. This is the stuff that I'm. It really kills me that we're not going to get this year. And and the cavalcades are okay. But I mean, they last 30 seconds and it's over. Like yeah. they literally, it's like one little truck that oh. drives by and it's like. The villain show that they have up on stage as well during Not So Scary, which is outstanding. You see, you know, Oogie Boogie come out and Shadow Man and all these. It's just, man, it's just, it's it's a bummer, man. Yeah. My thing I will say that I came up with this week, Gene, you can do the soundbite now. It's not a beef, <laughs> but. You know, Another gripe by Dan. Yeah. She's always loved Halloween. I've always loved Christmas. And I said, I think the reason, and I do love Halloween, but I feel like it's the short end of the stick because with Christmas, you kind of get Christmas at Thanksgiving and through the new year. And Halloween just really doesn't seem to get enough time to really have its full potential. And so I think that's why I didn't get into it as much as Christmas because it's shorter lived. You know what it is too? I'll also tell you another thing I think is I don't think they do enough for Halloween as they do Christmas. I think with Christmas, oh. you get the kiddie version of Christmas and then you get the adult version of Christmas from the, the Mickey Mouse part of Christmas and all that stuff. And then you also have the, the Candlelight Processional, which is very, like we always said, is always a very serious. So you get like the silly and the serious. Yeah. And not that Halloween is really serious, but you only get the silly in Halloween in Disney. You don't really get the, the grown-up yeah. scare scare you and have fun type of stuff. Joey, what I was saying last time that Gene's kind of referencing is, you know, I always feel cheated out on that, like, Haunted Mansion Halloween side of Disney, mm -hmm. you don't really get it. It's and like all the merchandise is always more kiddie based. Yeah. And I just wish, and that's great. You know, I love that, but I wish we would get some more like more adult Hall Halloween nights, which would be yep. super cool. Think if they pulled out more, I mean, they started kind of pulling out more characters at Haunted Mansion, but think about what they could really do if it was more themed that way. Mm -hmm. They could do both. I don't see why they yeah. couldn't. If yeah, you're going to do, like you said, the, the younger version of it or the adult version, you know, yeah. not, it doesn't have to go as crazy as Universal does right. with Horror Nights, but I don't, you oh, know, no. but they could definitely do more. I agree. And, and we've said a number of times on, on this show too, that why not just have like an, like an 18 and overnight at time, you know, even if yeah. it's a week. Absolutely. Even if it's once a week, yeah. just give somewhere like the grownups can go and just, you know what, leave the kids at home for a night and then just go and have like a real fear fest, you know? And it's, again, it doesn't have to, like you said, it doesn't have to be over the top, like, you know, Universal, it could be just a little bit more because I like the kitty stuff too. But you're right. You sometimes you wish they just up it a little bit more. Like you wish you had a, a little bit of both because I do like that other stuff too. But yeah, again, and, and, and like you said.
said with with the haunted mansion, I feel like they don't really give it its proper proper due with the. And it's got such a huge following, and it's, yeah, really. like everybody loves it, and it's one of these. It's one of the more traditional Magic Kingdom attractions that that yep. you know that old and young have uh, like you know that that both love, and it's been around forever, and you just think that they would give pay a little bit more homage to it, I guess. Yeah, totally. Yeah, like they took the clawed coats out of it. You know, all this merchandise. There's no. And I'm not saying it has to be adult with like blood and guts or anything like that. Yeah, no, I get what you're saying. Just no, like but... that darker kind of the haunted mansion coats. edge. Yes. Bring yeah. that out, and like mm-hmm. Cruella and those villains, you know, they they can all be a part of it. I would yeah. love to see him redo the haunted mansion. Whatever. Not, what? Careful. No, okay, no, okay. no, 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 okay. no, not the attraction. I meant the movie. I apologize. Let me. Let me okay. Oh, well, they are. Okay, okay. Yeah. But I hope they I'm, give it. And I love Eddie, I love Eddie Murphy. It's not a knock on Eddie Murphy. Oh, yeah. I like, listen, I enjoyed the first one, but I, I know but, what you're saying. But I, I want I, something that's a little bit. We're one of the few. A little yeah, bit more I know. I know. You know, edge of your seat yeah. and silly. And the other one was, I think, more silly. Well, it was very silly and it was very kitty, of course. Yeah. And again, the kids loved it. I liked it. I have it. Yeah. I watched it a bunch oh, yeah. of times. I'll watch it again between now and Halloween, I'm sure. But give me a, a version where, you know, maybe not the five year old version that that one is, maybe like a, you know, a 13 and older version. I'll take that even at this point. So, Joey. Your first chance to give us some news. What do you got? If you're planning on making reservations uh, to make your own lightsaber over at Savvy's Workshop in Star Wars Galaxy's Edge at Disney's Hollywood Studio, you can now make reservations after the park closes. Guests can now make reservations after 7.05 p.m. and 7.25 p.m., but the park is still scheduled to close at 7. So maybe this is a sign that the park's going to be extending hours soon. I don't know, especially since you mentioned earlier that the attendance is now starting to to rise a bit. That's you know quite possible. If they're seeing that, I can imagine mm-hmm. they would want to uh, definitely extend hours. It helps it thin it out a little bit, too. Too, the ex- I mean, to me, if you're going to let more people in, then extend the hours at that point. Like, why have it? It's it's even it makes it even safer. Forget about just trying to get people in the door, but you're making it even safer if you thin out. It helps thin out the crowd a little bit. So yeah, yeah especially since, as you know, the walkways, especially in Galaxy's Edge, is not. They're not super wide, especially compared to, you know, Main Street and some of these other areas, yeah, or the, the yeah. main area of, uh, yeah. So it's it's harder, you know, especially you get into uh, Toy Story Land and all that other stuff. It might be actually like a little test, maybe a little test model that they're putting out there to see how how it works with that and then maybe expand from there. Maybe it's just their version of just saying, this is how we'll stay open a little bit later by just allowing this place here to open up and operate a little bit later. You might see them do it a couple more places and then just then go into like the later hours. So right. Hopefully. It's yeah. odd though, right? It's such a small amount of time. <laughs> Like, yeah, it's know, like a half hour again there, but like, you know, is that gonna make that big a difference? I don't know. It's really only a couple appointments, really, if you think about it per day. Yeah. It's really not. That's all. It's that's all it's gonna be. Because the thing is, the experience takes some time itself. So, hey, is that a, is that a Yankee hat? No, this is a Boston hat. We already talked about this. No, I know that's right, but it looked like a Yankee hat for a second. I'm like, wait a second, turn that hat around. No, no, no. no. No, it's I Boston. Say, I thought maybe you really just really a Yankee fan. You just were pretending, but I was fingers crossed. It's are happening. you kidding me? Why would I pretend to be how bad they are this year? Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Would not be wearing this right now. All right. So what else we got? Helen Reedy or Helen Reddy? Yeah. Yes. Sure how you say. Yeah. Uh, she played Nora in Disney's uh, 1977 film Pete's Dragon. She's passed away at age 78. This film. She sang "Candle on the Water," which was nominated for Academy Award uh, for Best Original Song in '77. Sadly, she was do- diagnosed with dementia back in 2015 so yeah Disney uh Disney classic Disney legend yeah okay if you're visiting Epcot over the weekend you'll have you'll be happy to know that Kringla Bakery uh, and Cafe is now open 
on the weekends. The popular Nordic-style eatery in the Nor- the Norway Pavilion will be open on Saturday and Sunday from 11.30 a.m. to 9 p.m. I don't know if you guys have been to the Kringle Bakery. Do you ever have the school bread? I have. Oh, I love it. I have not been to this one. Oh, Kringle Bakery is great, man. I don't even know if they were, if that was even when I was there last week, if, if this was already in effect. But I love the Kringle Bakery, man. Like, I, I, I this point, I, I didn't go to it last Sunday. Well, which bread did you just say you were talking about? It's called school bread. Okay. It's not real bread. It's like, it's like a pastry, but they call it school bread. It is. Okay. It is to die for. How did you not well, go there, Stephanie? Right. She's crazy <laughs> about this stuff. How did I not go there? I don't know. But we've so come you- into Epcot late. Like, <laughs> she is Magic Kingdom free. So am I, but like to a different level. And so she never wanted to go to Epcot that much. But in the later years now, they've added things to make mm-hmm. it. I feel more Disney mm-hmm. myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm bummed about like the Mary Poppins thing being shut down so for bummed. now. I hope that comes back. But like the yeah. Remy and everything. Should we ride? I and think the theme they're doing in that area. Epcot, awesome. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. going to look really cool. Now, oh, absolutely. It's a lot more Disney-esque to me now. So, but I don't know why we didn't go there. I don't know. So no. I would, yeah, I don't, do you, have you guys ever had school bread anywhere else? No, I was just going to say that. We're, you know. What is school bread? Yeah, I've never even heard of it's it. It's like a pastry. It's oh. got like this cream. It's really like, I'm telling you right now, if you Googled it and you saw the picture of it, that would be enough for you to say, I want it right now. Was this yeah. one of the two that you had? <laughs> I didn't get to have it when I was there. <laughs> Well, that was that was that was China, but um, no, I didn't. I didn't get to have uh, school break again. I didn't. I don't even know if Pringle was open when I was there. I don't know if, that, if it was in effect. I didn't even look. There it is. Oh, oh. yeah, Definitely. yeah. I okay. do. I have seen that. I do know what that it is. is. I, I've, I've never heard about it, it. Heard of it, but definitely want to try it. It's nothing. I I heard about it watching another podcast like, on YouTube like a couple of years ago, and I was like, yeah. I never even heard of this, but that looks good. I got to try it. And I went a few years ago, and I and I had it, and it is. I usually never really get much food in, in the Norway area just because it's not really for me. Uh, you know, it doesn't really appeal to me, but that school bread is dangerous. Ooh, it's one of those things where you'll eat and then you'll be full and you'll be like, but I want more school bread. So I'll get sick <laughs> later, but it's worth it kind of a thing. It's a dangerous. Wow. <clears throat> so yeah, the dangerous is definitely... See. Oh, all right. So unfortunately, Disney's announced that it will be laying off uh, 28,000 employees from across all the parks, experiences, and customer products division. Just Josh D. Amaro, who is head of parks at Disney, sent a letter to cast members on back on September 29th, stating that they made many difficult decisions. I'm sure it was very difficult um, in the wake of uh, the coronavirus pandemic. The letter also talks about how they initially hoped the coronavirus situation would be short-lived and would recover quickly. It's found that that's not the case, and they're forced to reduce the size of their team. This is going to be affecting uh, executives, salaried and, and hourly employees, even though I had heard it was only mostly the part-time stuff. But I mean, I'm sure they're going to start cutting the heavy stuff too. Mm-hmm. Uh, the letter finishes up by saying that they hope to welcome back cast members, employees after the pandemic is behind us. So obviously that's the, the huge hope that once they do get things back online, um, they'll be first bringing a lot of these people. But yeah, I would hope so. I mean, they're going to need them anyway. Yeah. You need these people back. Yeah, the, what- the parks are just too big of an operation at full capacity. Exactly. It's uh, it's it's weird. But like, again, hopefully like- Everything will go back to normal soon. And I, from what I heard, I think the, the, the layoffs are actually more or less, from what I understand, I think they're affecting California a lot more than, than Florida. Well, they never even opened. Because they, yeah, they, they, never, they just were like, yeah, we're never opening. Now, I believe that they're actually going to start like trying to figure out the process to reopen. I believe they're doing something out there. I know I saw something in the news today earlier, but they're I'm not, surprised, you know. Yeah, I'm just surprised they didn't follow Disney World's model. Generally, they piggyback off each <laughs> other. When one tries one thing, if they want to try a new fast pass system, they want to see how it's working in one park and not you know, and, mm-hmm. and the other, I'm really surprised. So, yeah. all right. So let me get into some news. 
You guys ready? I got actually some pretty cool news. Uh, in Animal Kingdom, we had a special delivery back on the 25th. A female Maasai giraffe was born backstage, and she weighs in, check this out, 156 pounds for a newborn giraffe. Whoa, I, didn't know that, I, thought that was, I didn't think they were that big. Um, the proud mother, her name is Mara. Mara, hold the baby. <laughs> <laughs> she is doing well, and so is the baby. So God bless. They didn't release a name, but God bless the, uh, the new baby giraffe. It's exciting. Okay, so also some more Disney news for Disneyland Paris. Uh, they're going to be introducing a new standby pass system uh, through their parks app. It's going to minimize wait times at attractions. The new system is going to be similar is going to be similar to the FastPass system that we use in Walt Disney World, uh, except that some of the attractions will, will require visitors to use this new system. Uh, the guests will be able to log in at their Disney Paris, the Disneyland Paris app, and select "Get a Standby Pass," and that's going to be able to let them choose the attraction and pick a return time. So guests will have a 30-minute window to return to the attraction once they set their uh, standby time. So this might be uh, something that's going to be a little similar to uh, FastPass. Maybe they might do it. In conjunction with the fast pass because usually with the fast passes you got to set those up so far in advance but maybe this is going to be like a new thing where you can actually set this up like throughout the day which would be pretty cool i feel like it's a test yeah isn't this just a giant version of rise of the resistance i mean (laughs) i mean it's pretty much what they're looking at right you know what i didn't think about that but that's a good point that's really kind of what it is true you know but you know i i mentioned I mentioned to Sam when they started doing that. I'm like, man, if they could really tweak this. You might be able to do this for, uh, you know, more rides than just Rise of the Resistance. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, as you would know, to pick Rise of the Resistance, you got to stand there, refresh, yeah. refresh, 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 and then pray to God you get it within the first 16 seconds, um, which is unfortunate because you can end up not, you know, riding this ride. You see everybody mm-hmm. running around cheering or uh, cursing okay. up a storm when they don't get it. Yeah, it's <laughs> right it's in front so of- stressful, isn't it? Oh, it's extremely stressful. Oh, and you're, you're pretty much everybody stands there doing it in front of Mickey's Runaway Railway. Just seems to be the area everybody does it. Yeah, and it is frustrating. The last time we actually, uh, because they reduced the park hours, you got way less boarding groups. So we didn't even get it the second time. Fortunately, the, the weekend that it opened, we actually got lucky and got it. So oh, wow. we've done it. It's just, it is. It's extremely stressful. I can't stand the way it's done. We did get in. So we got yeah. lucky, but I was so stressed but out. I, I it is. Getting Stones tickets. I'm like, oh, this yeah. is just as stressful as... Yeah. And this, is what, and, go on. <laughs> and this is what I'm talking about. And I know they're trying to expand this some, but you got to have, I don't know, maybe different rides would be different because I know they have to have specific uh, boarding groups and I know that ride is much longer than a normal ride and the whole experience. So, yeah. you know, maybe some of these other rides it'll, it'll actually work out for because it is kind of nice not have to stand in line. You just, it's a, it's just a giant fast pass. You just get yeah. a return time, which is great. You know what they can you know? do that with too, though? The rides like that aren't even the rides, but like the attractions, like, like Mickey's Philhar Magic. They mm-hmm. can do something like that. Like why not just have show times? They're like, it's like the whole, the thing takes 15 minutes or so anyway, just have this show times and just have people be able to do it and return to that show time instead of having a fast pass from, you know, 12 o'clock to one o'clock. Maybe just actually have you're in the 1145 group. You know, there's certain, yeah. there's a lot of other attractions they have that are like shows where they can actually just give times. But you know what they might do too, and it might make sense is the same thing with, they're talking about adding the extra appointments on for the, for the lightsabers. Why not do the same thing for the, just keep the one right open or maybe just keep Galaxy's Edge open and, and you don't have to have everything open, but you can maybe have where you could do the, since it's such a popular ride and people are really like struggling to get on it, you cut the, the hours of the park, but maybe leave, if you're going to have the lightsaber place open, maybe leave this ride open a little bit later and people can get outside the hours to be able to ride it too. You never know. I think the biggest yeah. problem with that is, you know, with Fast Pass, you know, a lot of people still don't understand that. But if you go to the park and have no idea about Fast Pass, you're just going to know that you have to get in a line. 
Mm-hmm. There's so many people that do not understand right. what is going on with right. Star Wars, you know, because yeah. they're older or they're just not in tune with that thing. And so there is no alternative. You're just, you can't go on it, you know, yeah. so you can't even get in a line and wait for two hours. It is a yeah, strange thing. Point. Yeah. All right. So. Some other cool news. Disney has announced that Lion King 2 live action is in development. Uh, the film will be a prequel to the first Lion King, and it will tell Mufasa's original story. Uh, the director is going to be Barry Jenkins. He's already attached to it. Uh, and he is, I believe he's the director from, is he the director that did um, Moonlight? I don't know. I don't know. He did, I think he did Moonlight. But yeah, he uh, he's, it's, it's. I'm a little disappointed to not see John Favreau back. I don't think it's anything about John Favreau. They probably just wanted to, you know, just get a different perspective for this film. But I think a prequel about Mufasa is pretty cool because I don't. They never did that with the cartoon, so I think it's actually going to be a cool different story. I don't know if they bring James Earl Jones back because I mean, it's not really a young cub's voice, so I don't know how they would do it. But <laughs> I'm sure they'll come up with some big star for, for the voices like they did in, in the original. Yeah, so I'm kind of excited about that one. So, and also Canadian actress Iman Vellani, she's been cast to play Jersey City superhero Ms. Marvel and. And that will be a series that will be airing on Disney Plus uh, in the coming future. Uh, I don't think they have a date for when that will be released or when the even production will start, but she is going to play the, the lead role in that. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, so uh, that's all I got for news. All right, so that brings us to the Disney TV and Movie Minute. And with that, we got Dan and Steph bringing us that. What do you guys got coming up on Disney Plus this week, guys? Magic of Disney's Animal Kingdom, Episode 3, Happy Birthday, Gino. This episode shows Gino was a Western lowland gorilla at Disney's Animal Kingdom celebrates his 39th birthday with a storybook cake. Over at the seas with Nemo and friends at Epcot, Aquarius Amanda prepares to welcome a spotted eagle, Ray Pup, to the family. Aww. Mm. That's some nice happy news. Yeah. Well, weird but true. Episode 309, <laughs> Cooking, crazy title. How did they come up with that? <laughs> Carly and Carly are planning a surprise party and are in charge of the menu. The only problem is they don't know how to cook. They learn how to cook from the Culinary Culinary Institute of America. You know, I've never... I love Disney Plus. I've watched a lot of these things. The one show I've never watched was Weird But True. I have no idea what it's about. Oh, are they good? a bunch of them. Yeah. I mean... It's great for kids. It's it's more. It's obviously it's geared towards kids. Aiden watches it all the time when they're they're doing stuff on sharks or meteors. Or, there's a bunch of stuff they do. So it's pretty cool. Oh, that's cool. You know what it is though? Is Carly and Charlie? Are those like the hosts? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, that, the guy and the girl. Yeah. I feel like that would be like Carly and Charlie. Sounds like that happy-go-lucky neighbor couple that you would just hate because they're too cheerful. It's like. Like, howdy, neighbor. And it's like, you just want to say, shut up. Go back in your house. Yeah. Oh, they're very cheery. Charlie Definitely. and Carly just sound like that couple. Like, oh, happy yeah. with Charlie and Carly. It yeah. rhymes. It's a surprise birthday party. We're in charge of the menu. <laughs> 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 Woo! Exactly. It's like, go back in your house, Charlie. I'm trying to go to work, man. I do want to see that episode, though. I kind of want to see it now. I didn't know. I've never seen it before. So I don't, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't. You know, Gene, that the annoying couple isn't really in the show. (laughs) Well, I haven't seen it. They could be an annoying couple. I'm going to watch it, and all of a sudden, I might like the show, but I'm always going to probably hate Charlie and Carly right now just because they're names. We need to watch together. (laughs) Sorry, Charlie. Sorry, Sorry, Charlie. Wow. It's like Benny and Jenny. Like anything that rhymes. Oh, gross. Meet somebody else. That's not the one for you. (laughs) If your name's rhyme, she's not the one. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? That's a good way to go. R- rhyming names, guys. It can't happen. I'm touching that. Yeah. 
That wasn't even my gripe. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I got a little angry right there. All right, I, I'm sorry. I, I right. You guys keep going. All right, this one kind of interests me. One day at Disney Short, episode 145, Gabriella Clark, Creative Print Marketing. This episode shows the intricacies, I knew that was going to happen, <laughs> of creating a Disney print marketing campaign with Gabriella Clark. Gabriella and her team are responsible for creating some of the first images fans are able to see of new Disney projects. Ooh, that's yeah. cool. That's always cool. X-Men 2. After a black ops specialist abducts Xavier, imprisons his students, and steals Cerebro, Nightcrawler joins forces with Magneto to rescue their brethren and forestall a holocaust. Wow, that's, that's a lot going on. That sounds like a yeah. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right. Chronicles of Narnia, The Voyage of the Dawn Treader. Young Lucy, Edmund, and their cousin cross through a painting into a magical land where they sail with King Caspian to help Narnian lords banished by an evil uh-oh, usurper. usurper usurper of the throne. As you can tell, I've seen every movie <laughs> in episode of this. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen any of the Narnia movies. Neither have I. Uh, so don't feel so bad i thought joy was on board with that (laughs) (laughs) all right here's another fun one oil spill of the century documentary examining the sinking of oil tanker of the amico cadiz on the french coast in 1978 revisiting the site of the disaster to see how the environment has recovered Mm. or not or not. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'll probably check that out. I like that kind of science stuff. Yeah. I'll probably yeah. check that out. Stephanie, you like 70s, so does this fit? It does. No. <laughs> All right. Wild Portugal. Explore a rugged world where wolves, mustangs, chameleons, and nest-raiding gannets fight for survival, and storks raise their young on a cliff's edge. What is with this group of animals? <laughs> it's a really, like, it's it's wild, like, I mean, it goes from mustangs to chameleons. I know. To a stork. storks are raising them. I thought they were yeah, delivering the these kids. Storks bring up the finale <laughs> there, like... It's a wide array of animals, though. It's not like... Storks! I mean, this sounds made up. It's... Right? We're a rugged world where frogs, cows, bugs, you know, it's like... It's all over the place. Oh, man. All right, well, that's going to do it for the TV and movie minute. Some cool stuff. I feel like, you know, to be honest with you, the movies... I could really do without, but I think a lot of the other shows, the Animal Kingdom show is really good. The Day at Disney is really cool, so I'm kind of excited to see those. But now we get to go into our Disney topic talk, where we're going to discuss if we had rent-free one year in a Disney resort, which one would it be and why? Who wants to go first? And does Dan and Stephanie have the same one? We do. So you're uh, staying in the same do. place. You're not saying I'll see you in, in a year. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay, same, same address. Same the- address. Say it at the same time, so it's nice and cute, like Carly and Charlie would do. Carly and Charlie would say it at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> say it at the same time. Good. Okay, ready? Fort, Fort Wilderness. Wilderness. Okay, that's cool. But yeah, tell us why. Love well, Fort Wilderness. Love All right, Fort you go. Wilderness. That's it. <laughs> We're instance, done. Uh, when I was young, we would stay at the Contemporary, but we would go to River Country. So I know that River Country is now, they've demolished it. But I still feel it. <laughs> oh my God! We... 
we have to go there every time and just see it. So mm-hmm. to be that close every day, if yeah. we got to live there for a year. And by the way, this is going to happen. We are manifesting this one year resort thing. Talking about this, it's going to happen. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I guess like, really? Yeah. You know that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, you guys, yeah. I love it, actually. I would, that, that, how awesome would that be just to live on Disney property for a year. Yes. Well, there's a lot of options that's not at it. Wilderness. That's, that's you know? not the only reason. What else you got? Oh, well, the thing that we love about it, we did stay there once. We did the kind of the gene split trip where we did a couple days. Was it a two days there? Mm-hmm. It was during Christmas time. So we really feel we didn't really get to take it all in because it was only a couple days there. But I feel that it's one of the best resorts for the Christmas feel within mm-hmm. the lobby. It's just so engulfing you, you know, the warmth of that. Mm-hmm. But one of the main things we love is taking the ferry over to Magic Kingdom because, like, you know, we're a huge Magic Kingdom. People. And if you're staying there for a year... How easy would that be? Just every day to hop on the boat and go of to course. Good point. Yeah, of course. Done and done. Yeah, and you get to yeah. see the golf cart Christmas parade. Yeah. <laughs> so Those are cool. That's always cool. I don't think I've ever seen that. No, that's pretty oh. neat. Oh, I don't it's so much fun. They have the what scavenger like, hunt what, what, uh, there. What is this, the, 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 the golf cart parade? I never. I don't think I've ever seen it. You guys people want to explain? About, yeah, people stay in the campgrounds and they have decked out their golf carts with, with like christmas lights, lights and stuff christmas deck yeah, yeah and they do cool. a parade through the resort now it's yeah. disney that does it or like the re- the people that stay there have their own golf carts that they do this with it's people that stay there it's families yeah, it's, it's the really? people that stay there yeah you done That's it awesome I've been with yeah I pretend yeah because I had a um, a good friend of mine he's got he usually brings his golf cart so the first time I had seen that he was telling us about it this was about a year ago or so two years ago and yeah we saw this and I'm like holy cow this is really neat so we helped him do the same thing with his and we participated it was pretty cool and it was a lot man there was a lot of golf carts yeah people like totally deck out their little camping area too so Mm -hmm. it's it's a lot to see it's pretty cool but besides that you've got the storybook the storybook dining show oh yeah and i i like i like their food court i like whispering canyon i like the chippendale sing-along i'm a huge chippendale fan so it was it's nice to see the theming like when we got in our room there's these (laughs) illustrations in the shower so we did this like slow reveal Yeah, but just talking about being somewhere every day, it's close to the park. It's not one of the you know main three, but it's close to the park, far enough away that you can have a little bit of privacy. I think it's the best of everything. Yeah, plus you you know you take that boat over to like the campground area too, mm-hmm. like where River Country used to be, and and it's such a great boat ride. Mm-hmm. You know, going that way mm-hmm. and going to Magic Kingdom, so it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. we'd stay there for a year for sure. Yeah. I wouldn't turn that down. And- I don't have much vacation time, but I'll see what I can I could work remotely. I have been since March. Yeah. There you go. And and Storybook, that's the one that has um, Snow White at, right? Yes. And we've actually never done it. And I'm not not even really sure if it's open right now, but- Pretty crazy. We didn't. I don't think they are actually. I think you're right. I don't think they are open right now. I feel like a lot of the dining is like we said before. A lot of the dining is is kind of like really is what hasn't really come back the same. That's also, where all the crazy squirrels are, are man. Like we were Disney, sitting on yeah. benches. They're like in my lap. It's Disney squirrels have no fear, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We we call them the, Chester the rabbits. We have one oh, yeah. Chester. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We see Chester a lot. <laughs> yeah. 
So there you go. How do I do it? Cool. I love the old school part of it too, the history. So do I. Like mm-hmm. a lot of the merch and design they used to have back then with Mickey and like the Davy Crockett type hat and it's really cool stuff. And I gotta say it's the best gift shop. So I would go there every day for a year. They have the what? some of my best souvenirs. Yeah. It's like what? Favorite souvenirs <laughs> have been from Fort Wilderness. It's they, not the best gift shop. Come on. Okay, it's one of them. You you found Unique key items things. there but it's not unique things i haven't even found in disney springs i found at the port rotor gift shop yeah but people i'm a merch hound uh, yeah, it's true. not the best. where would you you know good point Where's, where would you say is the best merch place on property well i say Fort Wilderness, a tie between Fort Wilderness and Emporium. Oh, Emporium. And it depends on the year you go, because I feel like sometimes in the past, Epcot gift shop has been so good. Mouse gear? Here's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Another year. Been good. That but then some years it, it isn't as good. It's just. All right, man. Well, Country is a good one, too. Yeah, it's weird how Fort the gift resort shops. gift shop. Oh, yeah. You can definitely find unique things that. No, Pop Century yeah. was a really good one. Yeah. Pops, yeah. I like their gift shop too. It's, it's, and it's mm-hmm. like right there when you walk in right with the food. You're talking about where the cafeteria is, the food court is, or uh, not food yeah. court, but yeah. Yeah, that's, it's a pretty good one there too. They have a lot, yeah. of, a lot of good options. So what about you, Joey? Okay, so for me, and this is, it's, it's hard because there's so many resorts that I really like. You know, we stayed at a bunch of them. I love Art of Animation. There's a bunch. Polynesian, which of course would be Sam's choice. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I would not argue with that because we were talking about it. This one here has more of a sentimental value to me a little bit. Mine, if I had to do for a year, I probably would do contemporary. And the reason being, I stayed there when I was seven. It was the very first time that I had ever gone to Disney. Fond memories of it. You know, you're talking like 1981, giving away my age here. And um, (laughs) a lot of reasons, really. I know... Sam's not a fan of the style, but I do. I know it's more of a business, more like type of, I guess, look to it. But having the, I used to, I mean, I just love that the monorail goes through the center of it. First of all, it is like the very first, one of the very first resorts they've ever built. And it's in the inner loop, which of course is super easy. Just like they were talking about, just hop on and takes you right over. Um, You're literally, you can rent the motorboats right on the water. And then of course, California Grill being on top. That place is just outstanding. Steak, fish, all that stuff as far as that kind of food. And then if you know, if you want the buffet style, pizza that kind of stuff you know chef mickey's and stuff like that even though it's not the greatest food in the world it's that kind of food i guess and then to see to be able to see the fireworks uh, from California Grill. That view is just, aside from being the center, the uh, the actual park itself, it's just outstanding. That to me, and also, you know, and interesting to the rooms, I love that they are I, I, sleeping there because they're soundproof. It's just crazy, at least the way it is. It's just, I don't know, there's something about it, but I just, I've, I've always loved going there. I think if I had to be for a year, that would be my place. Definitely. It's, and you know, it's cool too, is because you said there's like the sentimental thing. I think that's one of the things that Disney gets right, is they give you such and you guys kind of touched on it as well with Fort Wilderness when you're talking about your history with Fort Wilderness. They give you this sense of where I feel like people get attached to a specific resort. And because let's face it, when you're in Disney, you're going to build a lot of really cool memories. And so those initial memories is usually going to be one of the places that you remember staying at at the early age. Yep. And what it's almost like what you just expect all of a sudden. Like it's that good feeling over and over again. And I think it's one of the best parts about Disney is like people say it all the time. Like when you go to Disney, like the stress just melts away. And that's yeah, part of it. Because you're like he said, like like dancing, you're in that you're paying for it to be in that world. Mm-hmm. So you're completely segregated and separated from everything else. You know, they have their own <laughs> roads, they have their own, you know, their whole little town. Everywhere you're going, it's it's just that's what it is. So, you know, that's that's a big part of it. And like you said, it's funny if you think about it, how hard 
Disney has it when it comes to whoever, I guess, curates. I don't even know if that would be the term for their rides. Because think about it. I'm going back wanting to see the same rides, but we also want to see new stuff. So Mm -hmm. how do you keep the nostalgia from when you were a kid, but also make it fresh because you want new stuff? Like, you know, they're putting Tron up now, which is outstanding, which is crazy. They still have the go-karts that smell insanely amount of gas that it smells from the gasoline um, (laughs) that just has never changed. And I'm still, I'm still, you know, you can't drive them. I don't care if you drive or not. You just slam back and forth no matter what, because they drive horribly. Um, It's just, it's one of those things, you know, you're you're waiting for Disney to just change them to electric. But if they ever did, they'd still have to pump in the, the gas fumes somewhere. Like yeah. it's, it's well, like it's synonymous. Well, it's yeah. not like Main Street doesn't have the you know the smells that they spray yeah. and, the, and the cookies and all that stuff yeah. at the end of Main Street. So you know, twenty thousand leagues under the sea. I mean, they still have the yeah they still have an homage to that over there by Little Mermaid. You have to find it, but it is in the center of that ride. So those types of things I remember. I mean, I went on that stuff when I went over there. So that's why I said it's kind of it's weird because you you said you want things to be the same because that's mm-hmm. what you remember, but you also want the new stuff. So that's that's got to be one of the hardest jobs in the world. I yeah. Mean, it really is you're just you're, you're not going to make everybody happy yeah the memories you create at disney are always going to be some of the fondest and i think all of our lives i mean at least i think everybody here can say yeah. that you know some of our fondest memories are disney's involved with it somehow and i think that's when you talk about like where where do you want to um spend a year it's almost like when you walk into the resort what's the first thing they say to you welcome home yes and you Thank really you. and i know it sounds corny and I, I sound like i'm on the payroll and i'm a shill for disney but it's it's really does feel that way like yeah. like i said i stayed last time and i'll get into my I mean, I'm sure if anybody's listened to even one episode, everybody knows my place is the boardwalk. But when we stayed, when we went last time, we stayed at the Riviera for a couple of nights. And still, I remember, and I was joking around my wife saying like, you know, I can't wait till we can go back home in two days because we stayed there for two days and then we went back over to the boardwalk. Right. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I was staying, I felt like when I was staying at the Riviera, as beautiful and as nice as it was, I was staying at a hotel when I was at the Riviera. When I got to the boardwalk, it was like I was staying at a family member's house. Like it was mm-hmm. home all of a sudden. And it's because, like you guys said, like memories. Now, I didn't go to, like, and again, so let me just say for me, it's the boardwalk. Well, hang on. Um, one more, one thing I got to add about Joy's uh, contemporary is I will say, of all the resorts, it's like the best feeling view of a resort. I mean, that building is it, just so iconic <laughs> oh and mm-hmm. so unique. It's classic. Monorail and Magic Kingdom, it all is wrapped in one. Even if you don't, even if it isn't your favorite, it still just really chills you because yep. everything old school and it's still relevant today. So yep. I, I've never stayed there. I would certainly love to, oh. but I love even over the other ones, like even like Polynesian is so cool, but it love is, Polynesian. it is also kind of a look. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, it it's is. a and look, but the contemporary is so just Disney for me. Mm-hmm. It's so yep. unique. So yep. that's what I love about love that place. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. Absolutely. Again, I think when you think of Disney Resort, it's usually, even if you have a favorite place, that one is one of the first that just comes to mind just because it's one, it's like one of the originals. It is iconic. And, it is iconic. And it's, yeah. you know, it's right there, right next to, you know, to the Magic Kingdom. And it's just, you just think contemporary, you know, it's yeah. just, you know, like, yeah, without well, going, Gene, real quick. Yeah. Real quick, just to your point, talking about the nostalgia thing. And I'll give you my 10 second sap story here. 
when Aiden when Aiden was born, uh, I, he wasn't. They were literally cleaning him off. He wasn't maybe a minute old. And I remember I walked over to him and he grabbed he grabbed my finger. And I remember I looked over at Sammy and I said, I cannot wait to take him to Disney. The kid wasn't even five minutes old. That's the first thing I thought. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just it's one of those things because I wanted him to experience the stuff that I did. Yeah. Obviously, he's getting to do it at a much younger age, and he's getting to go way more than I ever did. I mean, there was no such thing as fast passes or any kind of tickets that they have now where you know you can you can actually have annuals they didn't have that back then so yeah. there's a lot of stuff he gets to I mean a lot of the stuff didn't exist you know i mean animal kingdom didn't exist uh, you know none of this stuff did so yeah I, that's my sap story go ahead no <laughs> I, I know and I'll, I'll touch on that a little bit too is is that's um you know it, it's you get to relive your memories and create ones and see it through a child's oh, eyes and like it's like you almost get to relive your own experience in a way yeah. and you know like i didn't go as much as a kid either like i don't think i went to disney until i was like a teenager for the first time and then i didn't go again for years after until years after that and, and i've said it before you know i was not as a kid i wasn't like a big disney fanatic like i like disney like just as much as any kid but i wasn't like i want to go to the parks all the time i want to watch disney plus i mean i became more of a fanatic as an adult and i think it's because i got to escape adult life and the Agreed. seriousness of work and the seriousness of everything. And so like my first, my first adult trip, I was about 20 years old and we went for work. We stayed at the boardwalk. Me and my wife, she was actually pregnant with my daughter at the time. Um, so the trip that really resonates with me the most is that trip when I was 20. It was one of the greatest times of my life. It was a job that I loved and it was. It's like I try to always compare every trip to that. It was almost like that that first high. And it was like I try to compare every trip to that. You know, and, and I've had really great trips since then. But there's always something about that first, like I said, it was like my first adult vacation with my wife. And it was the boardwalk. And that is why that's my favorite. It's funny that we all had our own kind of like nostalgic reasons that that's where we would stay for the year. And and it's why I would stay there for the year. And for, for more than even just that, I love the food. I love the nightlife at the boardwalk. You know, I mean, right now, unfortunately, it's not the case. They don't have the shows on the boardwalk. But, you know, I the dining place for me would be the Flying Fish, which when I go to Disney and we stay, you know, for a week, week and a half, I probably eat there when everything's open and when everything was normal. I'd eat there like three or four times in the, in the trip. A, I loved it. B, it's just our, me and my wife it was just our place. Um, I have just good memories of when I that first trip when we ate there a few times, and it's just our place. You know, when we um, we went back for our we got married in Disney, and then we went back for our honeymoon like a year like a year like nine months later. It was just me and her. They actually did like a, at the Flying Fish at the Boardwalk a huge like because they knew we were coming back for like our anniversary like not our anniversary but like our our honeymoon, and they did a whole big thing for, like they gave us like extra courses, no oh, charge, man. like yeah. So like they did they you know they really took care of us. But even like I said, even you know you go into dinner at the Flying Fish, you come out there's the magicians and the comedians on the boardwalk and they're doing shows and you, you finish with your meal and you come out and there's stuff to do besides just going back to your room or besides having to go to a park like i could stay at the boardwalk for a year and i don't even have to go to the parks every day i could literally just hang out at the bar but at the boardwalk. Oh, no question yeah i mean you want to go catch a game there's espn zone right down the right down the boardwalk you go watch <laughs> that you want to go for a little bit of nightlife after you eat at the Flying Fish or at, at Trattoria Al Forno's, you got the dueling pianos and you got jelly rolls. You're close enough to walk to Epcot when you want to go to Epcot and you're close enough to go to Hollywood Studios when you want to go to Hollywood Studios. It's always been like home more than, than any other place I've ever stayed anywhere else. And to be able to basically stay there and call that home for a year, you know, that would be rent like, free, rent free. <laughs> I mean, yeah. listen, I'll stay in any of them rent free. 
Um, but yeah, right. yeah like That's... like the the boardwalk to me, you know, like even when you first walk into the lobby and you hear that old that old like 1930s kind of big band music, and it's like you know it, it's like that music, and I love like that era to me. Even before the boardwalk, I was always just intrigued by that era. So I just love that era, like that 1920s, 1930s, and that's what that hotel has. That already has that theme. So they got the music when you walk into the lobby, you hear it. Uh, everything's got just that vibe to it. It's like it's 1930s Atlantic City. So it's almost like I'm watching. I don't know if you guys familiar with Boardwalk Empire from HBO, but it's like an episode yeah. of Boardwalk Empire yeah. without you know without the gangsters. Yeah. And uh, so, <laughs> like I said, it just always felt like home. I, anything I could ever want staying on Disney is accessible. Like I said, they got their own they got their own entertainment system right there. You don't even have to go to the parks, but if you do, there's two of them that are like a five minute walk, not even. They have the Bellevue Lounge on the second floor, which they just serve little things. It's not like a big thing, but you know, you just get a coffee in the morning. You just sit out on uh, the Bellevue Lounge and then just read. You know, at the time the paper, but now we're more reading your phone and just enjoying a cup of coffee in the quiet Bellevue Lounge. But all you hear is the music from the lobby in the background. So yeah, yeah I like the music. I think the other thing too is you hear all the time with like you know retheming things and this and that. People always go back to that comment of Walt's, you know, it'll never be done. It's always changing. Mm-hmm. And I think Disney's got to be real careful about that because yep. you know, remember <laughs> what Walt made the park in the first place. He didn't make, he didn't make a future Main Street. He right. pulled in, you know, his past. And so I think it's real, you know, not exactly the right comment from people when what we've all just talked about our memories there has to still be that old part of disney in some areas it just has to otherwise mm-hmm. the integrity is just gone and it is not the same thing and eventually we'll end up like a universal and mm-hmm. that not happen not that i don't yes. like universal but it's a different it's not the same yeah. it's a different, it's a different thing, thing. Same. and it's so same. that's what that's how we will keep these memories obviously someone now having a kid could have great memories with a newer ride just in the frog ride will be someone else's new memories but mm-hmm. there's always going to be people that need that mm-hmm. and so i hope this doesn't go crazy you know because it always seems like yeah. they're chasing something sometimes when like even the band at the grand floridian which we talked about it is a huge part to people mm-hmm. and sometimes yeah. maybe that's not the cut that needs to be made and you know what sometimes you want to walk in the park and you want to say well wait because i feel like I feel like they're always building something. And you kind of want to say, I just want to walk in to all the parks in one time and not have billboards somewhere. Or like, and everything's right. done. Yeah. It just, yeah. Like, cause and I, I get it. You always want to like create. I get it. Especially Imagineers. If they didn't create anymore, I could imagine like they'd probably get bored. Like, what, what are we supposed to do? We're Imagineers. Yeah. We're supposed to create and now you're telling me you don't want anything, but just expand and leave, but leave a lot of the other stuff alone. And it's kind of like what we're all saying. I mean, uh, Disney is built on memories. I mean, it's really what it is. There's no reason, there's no reason to keep going back and back and back and back if it wasn't for memories. Exactly. It's, right. it's why we all go back. And, you yeah. know, like, and like you said, otherwise Universal is great, but there's, there's obviously a difference. And that I think is really the difference. Universal doesn't have a traditionalism, doesn't have like that same thing. And I mean, you, you talk to people, some, there are people out there that like Universal better than Disney. Like my brother's one. My brother's a of Universal course, guy. Yeah, and I course. completely respect it. And they always say, well, how, you know, the rides are so much better at Universal. And I was like, hey, I guess they have more thrill rides, but I, it's not the rides for me. It's well, the that's the thing. That's the thing. If it's you're going atmosphere. for just that, yeah. Listen, if you really want to ride roller coasters, uh, go to Bush Gardens. Because well, it legs. isn't going to eat, they're, they're even better than, yeah, they're even better than, than right. Universal. Yeah. And I love Universal and I love Islands. I mean, I, yeah. I love theme parks in general, but the truth is, yes, Disney has experiences that you 
you're not going to get other places. They do things a certain way that others don't do. So if you take a trip where we've done it, where we'll do a couple days at Disney and, you know, we'll hit all four parks and then we'll go over to Universal and Mm -hmm. Islands. And I enjoy myself, but you do find yourself either missing certain things, comparing certain things, and just the way they do things. Simple things of not being able to carry your bags on rides. Yeah. Annoying to me. Yeah. It's like penny pitching to get that extra dollar so I can lock it up. It's just a small thing. And I'm like, boy, it drives me crazy. There's certain things I don't like. I don't like how they scan you when you're coming in and it sounds silly. They don't have magic band type of stuff. Basic stuff that I'm like expecting. Mm-hmm. And it just, it takes me out of that. You know, and again, maybe, maybe it's one of my gripes, but it's something that I just, <laughs> I, nip, oh, I nitpick at. A grape. Oh yeah, boy, don't get me started. <laughs> so, you nope. know, but yeah, it's funny because I, jo- I enjoy them all, but just for yeah. different ways. So and I think we've all been there. At least I think, I mean, I'm there every single time I've been in Universal. We've all seen that one type of thing where whether it be one of the guests act kind of crazy or maybe bad customer service we might witness and we will look at whoever we're with. I'll look at my wife or whoever you were with and we'll be like, that wouldn't happen in Disney. <laughs> like, like I think yeah. we've all had that moment at Universal where whether, Listen. not even the, so much the, the, um, the, I don't know, I guess the employees of Universal, they're not cast members, but the people that work at Universal, but even sometimes the, the, the guests that are at Universal will act crazy and outlandish and be like, that wouldn't happen at Disney. But yeah, so we got Fort Wilderness, we have the Contemporary, we have the Boardwalk. So I think yeah. those are it's pretty a group. It's a really good grouping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They all touch a little bit of different areas too. So, mm-hmm. but they're all kind of based on the same reason. Nostalgia. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And there you go. Yes. People. Take note. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And again, you know, you could have someone that stays at a totally new place, and for them, that's their place because, like you just said, you build yeah. your memories. If someone goes to their first trip ever to, to Riviera, that might be their place every year because they had that first trip at the Riviera, and right. it was the best trip they ever took. Well, I will tell you this: if I stayed at the All Star Resort when I first started, probably won't be the place that I keep <laughs> going back to. Listen, don't get me wrong. I've stayed there, but that's just, we're talking about when you started getting into the deluxe area, even though I have a thing for Art of Animation. It was the the first place we took Aiden when he was two, and I have nostalgia from that. That's a different type of nostalgia. Mm -hmm. Um, I do like going there, even though it's it's in bad need of a refurbishment, but I still like going there. You know, it wasn't open. (laughs) I see see them looking at each other. (laughs) They were going to say something. Well, no, no, no. I was just asking her if I could tell the story. Can I? Or? Yeah, you can tell it. Well, we have a, we have kind of a special connection with the art of animation because when we went on a trip, it was the second trip, her nephew at the time had metatonic distance. Yeah. And originally he won a trip for Wishes and More and they went without me and this, this trip was going to be with him and he started feeling sick and um, he actually passed away at Pop Century the first day we were there. And Disney... Um, so that night I went in the ambulance with him, which was my birthday, December 15th. I was telling the ambulance driver, I'm like, this is no way to spend my birthday. Right. And so, uh, we didn't know what we were going to do because, uh, we were on pirates when I believe it was her mom called us and let us know we got to get back. You know, CPR people were coming back to the resort and he ended up passing away that morning. And, you know, what do you do? Yeah, no kidding. That's it's the first day we're there a week. I had I had worked. She took her sister, the mom of Andrew, and Mm -hmm. mom. She paid for it. Like she, this was a big present. He was my but he was my kid, and he was our kid. But so what happened was, is we're like, what are we gonna do? And Disney moved us to Art of Animation and just said, we will take care of it. Um, they moved all of our things, put us up in a deluxe room. Two and, uh, suites. Two yeah, of those two suites, suites which yeah. was an amazing resort. But as you can tell, although it's amazing and it was a great place to end up, it's challenging. 
And, uh, but the treatment that they gave us all through that week and setting us up with fast passes to everything and gave us gifts in the gift shop. I mean, it was pretty I, amazing. I believe it. I absolutely believe it. That's, that's what we talk about. We say how, how Disney treats their, their guests. I mean, that's just, uh, well, first of all, it's obviously terrible to hear yeah, that. Uh, but I, I can I can see exactly what you mean. But the positive spin on it is when he did get to go to the Wishes of More trip that I wasn't on, he, he loved, loved, loved it. We feel he ended up getting, with his disease, he got complications from getting sick with pneumonia is what they said. But we think he it was meant to be. Like, mm-hmm. he wanted to go there. He knew he was going. And we did have kind of a fun night. You know, before this happened. But, uh, you know, it's a crazy, crazy attachment we have to Disney. And some people would say, I can't believe you can't go back. And it's like, it's exactly the reason we have to go back. That's you know? a, I mean, that's, that's a, what a pop. I can a, never, when I get near Pop Century, I start yeah. freaking out. But, Understandable. Understandable. Yeah, no, it's, but we were at the hospital. We didn't know what had happened because my sister was inconsolable. No, you know, we were at the hospital and all of a sudden this guy is there. And I'm like, who? He's like, well, I'm hired by Disney. Yeah, to be there. Wow. Support, emotional there. support. Yeah, I can't because remember we what didn't he called those Yeah. Con- and- concierge. I, I don't even know what. Yeah, he stayed with yeah. us until six in the morning. And finally, I was like, you can go now. And we were wow. in contact with him for like a yeah. year when we came back. Because, oh, wow. Because we had to come back a month later to get the ashes. And Pop Century. How hard is that? Holy. Us, but- yeah, yeah. It's amazing. I'm sorry to lay this on. Yeah, but no, no, no. I almost feel bad. That I didn't even. Yeah, I mean, that's, <laughs> you know, it is. It's. It's. Um. And, and thank you for sharing because I know that wasn't. Yeah. Thank you. Easy for you guys. And and I and I I I remember there was always. I know you guys had a connection with like Give Kids the World because I remember I think one of the first times I ever even spoke with you guys was on a Give Kids the World post that I posted one time, if I remember correctly. Yeah. And so I always I knew that. You know, I I never knew the story, and it it's tough it's, to talk about, but it, it's I can't even story that I, needs to be told because right. And I wish I could more often. I wish I could like. I mean, I don't. It's. I mean, I don't really even talk about it. But right. Well, thank you for sharing at least. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I wish people knew that there was a thing <clears throat> that Disney employees, or actually they're volunteers, stay with families. That's. Yeah. You know, amazing. Knows that. Unfortunately, it is. we know about it, but like I, so I tried writing Disney a million times and like saying to everybody, this is how this company took care of my family at the worst. This was my kid. It wasn't my nephew. The right. Worst moment of your life. You could imagine yeah. who was there for me. Yeah, and we I come home can't. to Christmas. It's like, I, yeah. We come home on an empty plane, a plane, yeah. a seat next to us that he was supposed to, I mean, it was like the worst. Uh, yeah, that's, and they took care of, but I yeah. also remember how they took care of us too. And I just wish that I could yeah. get it together enough to tell people that such an emotional story. I'm speechless hearing it. Uh, yeah, and I can't only I was not expecting that. Go. I was like, I know, sorry. No, 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 no it's okay. It's I'm, hard not to mention when certain things are talked about because I feel sure. like I'm like obligated almost about art because of animation. I'm just like, oh, God. I know. Yeah. I just feel like what happened after the incident which is so tragic, it was handled so well. And yeah. I just don't want that to not be known. I mean, that's not even, I mean, that's not even custom service at that point. That's oh. that's family. That's beyond. Yeah. You know, and, and I think we could always, everyone always says, well, Disney has great customer service. What you guys just relayed isn't even custom. It's, it's Yeah, that's like service. well beyond. It's, yeah, I'm, yeah. 
I, I hopefully maybe I'll get to a point where I can like actually write this out and tell more people. I just, yeah, I can't. No, it's, listen, I in time, you know, but I can understand why you say at the same time, like, that's like, it's like when you say people say, well, how can you go back? And you're like, well, that's, that's kind of why we got to go back. I get it. it our heart, I mean, I left my, uh, we left our hearts there. You yeah. Know? Like, yeah. A of us. like, I get how, and I can get how there's got to be that where it's hard to visit certain places because we're talking about memories and now, it, it, you know, and that's, that's a part of, yeah. you know, what you guys have. It's something you'll always yeah, be you attached to that. You. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, when we, when we got that call about to come back, we were right in front of the scene by the jail and pirates with the dog and the keys. And that was yeah. one of the favorites. That's, so it's, it's, it's super bizarre. It's so weird. He, that's how I knew I had to take him back before. Cause we knew he wasn't going to be around forever because of his disease, but he was, he out of nowhere and he was very mentally challenged. It one time during the summer, a year after we had taken him on his witch trip said, he just looked at me and said, the dog, the dog. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I don't have a dog. What did you, the pirates and the dog. And I'm like, oh, you mean the dog and the pirate scene and with the keys, with the keys. And I was like, oh my God, wow. I can take this kid back. <laughs> wow. Like, who does that? like, that's crazy. So then when we got the call, it was right when we were passing that. Wow. That's even... That's even crazy. Like, that's crazier. Like, that's like signs from heaven, man. Yeah. So bizarre. But just out of nowhere, a kid who doesn't know really know anything that's talking about the pirate scene. The you know, to scene. then to deal with that every year on my birthday, I kind of. I was yeah. gonna say, yeah, and you, you did say it was on your birthday, so that's just. Yeah, literally. And it's the day Walt Disney died too. Wow, that's. Is that really? Talk about yeah, that's wow. Yeah. Crazy. Well, let's move on yeah, to our. Fun. Yeah, sorry. Oh, that, yeah. Uh, don't feel like we can't laugh anymore exactly. right now. Yeah, it's sure. own separate story. Well, so. let me, it's a beautiful story. It's a tragic story. And um, obviously goes without saying, I'm sorry for your loss and stuff. You know? Yeah, definitely. It is definitely I did not think we were something, <laughs> it is, it is something it, Disney that we will never forget and will always be grateful for that treatment by them. Because it made all the difference in the world, and it still does to this day. No other. Oh, way clearly, to... yeah, clearly. That's crazy. Just by me even talking about, you know, liking, you know, having a connection with the contemporary, because you know, being the first place I took my son when he was two, and you know, it was our first week long trip and stuff. So I have a connection with that place. Uh, yeah. you know, you know, fortunately, it wasn't su uh, such a tragic one, but um, well, right. yeah, but still, you know, I still appreciate you even sharing that. I didn't I mean, even I, know that was going to set that off. I had no idea. I, uh, I'm sorry. I did not <laughs> no, 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 don't apologize. I feel like it had to come out at some point because it really yeah. is who we are. It makes us who we are, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. No, yeah. Anyway, that's a yeah. that's a huge story, but I, I do appreciate you sharing that. Because yeah. right, obviously, that's got to be hard. Yeah. And it's a little insight, too, to where your passion for Disney comes from, too. Because, I mean, just, yeah. you know, I mean, kind of like even what you were kind of saying, how it, like, it's almost like everything kind of aligned for it to be, you know, I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, if there was going to be a place, yes, exactly. you know what I mean? I know, I don't even know how to word it. Cause I, I, I don't want my, I'll I'm say one of those people that says the, 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 the words the wrong way. And I come off the, and I don't mean it in a bit. I, I'm First trying to all, say, I mean, I will I think say you know what I'm saying though. The disease is a disease where it does take people early and he had already been living longer than he had been projected to. But if somebody is taken and it's as challenging as that was at the time, it really was the best way for him, I feel, to have right. it happen. Oh, so, absolutely. Well, and like I said, we wouldn't have been able to handle it any other way. Yeah. I mean, you think about losing your kid. There's no other yeah. way to handle it. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's the worst nightmare, I think, of anyone. 
So uh, I completely, I completely get it. And um, yeah, I think they call them volunteer angels. Oh yeah. Because I remember looking at him in the hospital, the the Disney friend that they sent us, and I was just like, I go, how do you know? Because he knew Andrew was his name. He knew my nephew's name was Andrew. He knew Andrew's favorite character. He knew all about him. Oh wow! And I looked at him and I said, how? how do you know this? And he just said, I work for Disney. Remember mm-hmm. that? And I just like, was bawling, yeah. crying, like, <laughs> so what? Cool. Yeah. Like, wow. Cool. Yeah. So, all right. Okay. Let's... Anyway. All right. <laughs> Moving on. All right. Well, that's going to do it for today's episode, guys. And uh, before we go, let's just go over the trivia question one more time. Uh, last week, on the episode of me and Epcot, I ate around the world and I had two things at the China Pavilion. Name one of them and you are entered into the contest this week for our sponsor, which is a pair of Disney themed ears, villain themed ears from Sarah and Angle Studios. Uh, so make sure you check them out on Etsy and on Instagram. And that's going to be at Sarah and Angle Studios. I spelled it out earlier. It's a long thing to spell out, so I won't spell it out again. Just go to the beginning of the episode and you can see how to spell it out. Sarah and Angle Studios. And you're going to love a lot of their stuff. They have some really cool ears. Uh, check it out. Uh, we want to thank them for being the sponsor this week. And um, you have until from now until October 8th at 6 p.m. to send in your answers. So good luck with that. So uh, so before we get out of here, let's just say goodbye to the crew. Joey, your first time here. Yeah. Thank you very much for coming in and, and being part of this and and, uh, and relieving Sam for an episode. And um, <laughs> yeah, thank you. I appreciate you having me. Oh, we uh, love having you. And I enjoyed myself, especially uh, meeting Dan and Stephanie. Absolutely. Yeah, Joey. No offense, Sam. Okay. Yeah, you guys are fun. <laughs> They, yeah, they, they are hysterical and awesome. And, um, and we love having you as part of the show now. And I, hopefully you'll be around more often. And, uh, um, yeah, sure. When I'm thrown in five minutes before the show starts, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was a little, a little bit of rush to, to camera to, to set, but, uh, you handled yeah, it okay. well. You were great. You brought it. Yeah. Whenever, you know, and, and even times where, where Sam's going to be on and you want to come, oh, yeah. With, you know, Dan and Stephanie do, you know, take team this yeah. time too. You guys can come on both together at times, you know, um, or alternate however you guys want to do it, but we love having you. It was great having you you definitely know you're disney so thank you, for, thank you for being here with us today and then let's also say adios to dan and steph uh, have a rip uh, roaring day no, thanks, for <laughs> thanks for always being here and thanks for bringing your a-game today guys and thanks for sharing i know it was a, a lot of tough stuff today but i want to thank you guys for sharing i think it's i think it's something that's really good for people to know about disney so uh, again thank you for sharing thank you all right. So, guys, we will see you um, next time. So, remember, have a great today, a better tomorrow, and we'll see you next time, guys. Bye.